0: So I pull out this uh, stack of books today because I have to, because I'm talking to this guy on the uh, podcast that does not have a cell phone. I'm having a call through a landline and fuck with the audio a little bit. I pull out this stack of books and on on my life, on my daughter's life, the top book where the phone was resting right now is To Kill a Mockingbird. And I couldn't, I swear to God. I couldn't help but think uh, about Mark David Chapman and the murderer of John Lennon. Um, And for whatever reason, I
1: don't understand. For
0: whatever reason, I said, hey, man, what a day, what a coincidence. I got Jesse on uh, on the podcast today. Jesse, welcome uh, to Friends with Zero Benefits. It's what I'm calling a Friday morning podcast. Okay. I don't know. There's a radio station around here. They call it Friends With No Benefits. So I was just uh, figured I'd call it Friends With Zero Benefits. That's
1: that, yeah, that's the hideous country-western <laughs> station that plays here.
0: So anyone that's out there uh, may, may have already figured out Jesse's old because he says country and western. Uh, I haven't had, a, had heard that term in months, years.
1: Well, it's modern country music, which is probably the bottom of the barrel other than jazz. But, yeah, anyways, I...
0: No I, no, I want to get into that. Fuck the anyways. I want to get into that uh, real quick. I said it the other night, and I mean it. I think Frank Sinatra fucking sucks. No. How not? How can you defend him just talking with some jazz No, mind?
1: Sinatra had the best. He has an amazing voice, and his standards, especially late 40s into the 50s, he was brilliant. He was the Beatles of his time.
0: I understand that. I just, I just feel like... Well, if you ten...
1: understand that, then how can you say he
0: sucks? Well, because I mean, feel like in 2020, sucks. I'm allowed, I have every right to say that, you know what, he wasn't that good. He just talked. He had a cool God. voice, but he just talked. Um.
1: Well, and... look, my agent said that you called me because I'm promoting my book, so that's really kind of what I... I don't want to talk about Sinatra or anything. I want to talk about, you know... Your book. ...furthering my career as a writer. <laughs>
0: Jesse, what do you write other than a fucking list on the fridge for your wife to go to the grocery store and pick up shit? Like, I don't understand it. Go ahead and promote your fucking book.
1: Go ahead. Oh, well, it's it's the, um, it's a, uh, a book that's gonna be coming out pretty soon. It's called The Autobiography of Curtis Hopkins... (laughs) And it's about a guy that's in prison, and he's writing about the events in his life that lead up to how he got there, and of his eventual release. Actually, to be to be honest and fair, that
0: actually sounds pretty fucking interesting. Uh, it,
1: it's it's very good, and it's going to be coming out. So, how many listeners do you have? I mean,
0: uh, more. My than, agent said that there was more like than K Bay, more than K Bay. Uh, huh? I do want to talk, I mean, I, I do get a lot of listeners, and, and a lot of them are aspiring actors and musicians and artists.
1: Oh,
0: okay. Um, where, who's your agent? Where do I find him or her?
1: Well, right now it's my mom. I'm still looking to replace her.
0: Got it, yeah. <laughs> um, Jesse, do you smoke cigarettes? Yeah. How long have you been smoking cigarettes?
1: Um, 40, over 40
0: God years. God damn, that's... That's crazy. I woke up this morning. I I about hacked up a fucking lung. My whole thing about just fell out of my goddamn mouth. I gotta quit. Well, you know I, I have saying. a
1: deal with my wife. See, when Keith Richards dies, that's when I quit smoking.
0: <laughs> do you have a tentative date, or you think Keith Richards will die? Are you in? Are you in on that shit?
1: On a date for Keith to die?
0: Yeah. Do you have a? Do you have a? <laughs> the death pool. Do you have a projected date? Yeah. Have you got money on it somehow?
1: No, I don't. I think he'll
0: probably go to eighty
1: something. So I got a few more years of smoking yeah, left than
0: me. It's unbelievable. Guys like that, guys like Jesse, um, to be fucking fair and uh, again, fair and honest. Uh guys like Jesse, the guys that smoke, uh, fuck, date, whatever, and they live till eighty five years old. Jesse, Mandy, you wanna give me a little spiel a little bit about yourself other than your book and your Curtis uh Curtis what? The autobiography of Curtis what? Hopkins. Hopkins. <laughs> That's plain yeah. and simple. Uh, Jesse, you've been around the block, man. You're from, where the hell are you from?
1: I'm from New York originally. New
0: York. Uh, I had a guy on here from New York, too, um, earlier in the show, or earlier in, in, in the year. Yeah. Uh, he, he had a different accent than you. You're not from New York City.
1: No, I'm from upstate, Binghamton area.
0: When you but, say New York, do you do, do people just kind of associate it with the city?
1: Well, yeah, usually, but people that aren't stupid realize that you know New York is a gigantic state, right? It's not just the boroughs.
0: I, I'm from a another country, and I get that shit all the time. Oh my god, do you know uh, John Brown? Uh, first of all, John Brown's a pretty fucking common name, so there's a ton of them. And second of all, no, it's a fucking country, not just a little village that you see on TV. Uh,
1: John Brown?
0: I was just fucking around with the... Uh, shut the fuck up.
1: Didn't he raid that uh, ammunitions place in Maryland or something back in the 1800s?
0: I had a feeling that you were going to figure out who the hell John Brown was, so... Uh, mo- well,
1: you're from a suburb of uh, England. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Jesse, we can get into that on another episode because I would love to tear you apart on that issue. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was, I, I just, I've got a couple of things I just want to ask about that are just on my mind this morning with uh, the whole COVID thing going on. Uh,
1: well, okay. So covering my existence on this planet, I'm from New York. That's it. We're, we're done with Oh, no, we,
0: were, we were, were going, going back to it. Else. We were going back to that. I have questions that I'm going to ask you. Um, but it's since pretty
1: early in the morning. Let's it's, see, yeah, it's, it's almost. Ahead.
0: It's almost too early in the morning. Uh, yeah. But it is what it is. Um do you have a window in your bathroom? Yes. Do you open it while you're pooping?
1: No, I don't open it. No. Do you
0: open the blinds? I mean, do you do you have blinds? I mean, what I'm just asking, man. Do you look out the Why window you when you're look pooping? In?
1: What are you? What?
0: What is this? I've recently like, I started uh recently looking out the window while I pooped and uh I don't know, it's been enjoyable. Uh I just feel I'm just feeling like no one else does it. I'm trying to get to know people that do it and make me feel less bad about it. You're from no, New York. I have,
1: in my office, I can look out the door, my front door of my house, and I can see the children playing in the, on the playground. And that, to me, is, you know, my zen moment is sitting and watching the children play across the street.
0: Oh, my God. You're such but a But then tremor.
1: they started to block, the buses started blocking my view of the children. And so I called... Everybody from the principal of the school to... Uh, <laughs> you made local. phone calls? I made a lot of phone calls until they moved the damn bus because I wanted to see the children play.
0: That is the weirdest fucking thing I've ever... Jesse, you don't well, even have children. It's not your children. You're looking at other people's children. Yeah, but they're at a safe distance. Oh, I understand I, it. I
1: like to watch children play. It takes me back, you know?
0: And you made numerous phone calls. I guess if yes, you're paying,
1: they thought I was
0: a pedophile, but I'm not. I, I just guess wanted to see children play. That's how sick it is. I live in the
1: land of misfit toys, St. Mary's, and this is a sick place to live right now.
0: Well, here's the deal: you pay education tax in that town, and uh, yeah. I, I guess if you know you're not putting a kid through school, at least I mean at least you get your view. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I kind of commend you for making those phone calls. I just think it'd be the weirdest fucking thing in the world to deal with. Um, well, it's, you know, I yellow <laughs> bus, buses are meant to be. <coughs> Can you imagine the fucking conversations on the, uh, like in the office, like in the admin office? Like, oh yeah, it's that Haskell guy again.
1: Yeah, uh- <laughs> I wouldn't give up until they move the bus. <laughs> I didn't give up. I kept, I, like, a pit bull on a bone. I just said, no, 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 you
0: know. Do you think the driver's just like, yeah, um, please don't bark here anymore. Um, can you just, like, circle the neighborhood for 10, 20 minutes? I
1: confronted <laughs> the driver, too. I went across the street, and when the driver got out to get in his car to go home, I said, hey, man, can you park this somewhere else so that I can see the children playing?
0: And hey, what did he How did the driver react to that situation? How did the driver react to that situation? Well, I was bigger than him, so he yeah. just... You know. I'm, calling, I'm calling your bluff. I don't think you talk to any school driver. I don't think there's too many male school drivers out there. And I think that would have been a yeah, weird yeah, fucking sure situation. Um, yeah, no. It's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand. So, um, you're from New York. You've been in movies and plays and... I mean, you claim to be this big fucking celebrity. I want to hear about it. I'm excited.
1: Well, yeah, I, I had a television show I produced and directed up in Connecticut for four years. And I did stand-up comedy, and I uh, got involved in politics, and I had the governor at my house partying with me, and, and just I ran for state senate, and so I had a political life. That I was fairly famous in that region.
0: Well, you say that, but I mean, you didn't win the state senate election, so it's not really a political life if no, you're, not, if you're win. not winning elections, and it's not really political life. Like, you can't, like, say that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, eventually, be, I was a campaign manager and
1: a chairman, and I mean, I did many things in the political realm.
0: Yeah, well, but you didn't win an election, so until yeah, you're I an actual politician, election, until, you're until you're an actual politician... politician you-
1: You don't do any research, you have people come on your show, and you're not even, you're just
0: winging it as far as knowing... Oh, I'm absolutely winging it.
1: I have snot-nosed
0: agents call me to get people on shows, and I just, I decide, hey, let's try this out. Um, I did check out your IMDB page. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not trying to upset you here, I'm just saying, if you don't win an election, you're not really a politician, so... um, but i did check out your imdb page you have actually written and directed shit and uh, yeah. i got to say i did check out one of your movies birth of a party is there yeah, anywhere the, i can get masterpiece and
1: in, in the future people school age children will talk about birth of a party in the future it's the citizen kane of docu comedies holy
0: shit i have never dealt with arrogance like this man i had a whole plan but i don't know if i can do it um can you te- can you want Do you want to give like a brief synopsis of that before we get into just bullshit and life uh, or still getting to know you a little bit? A you know, brief synopsis of Birth of a Party and where I can
1: find it? Um, well, I mean, I can send you a copy of it. It's not online or anything like that. But I, it actually, I had a deal. I had a contract with a distribution company, but they pulled it. They went out of business. So that kind of ended that. But Birth of a Party is... A, um, it's a, it's a documentary about a, the birth of a political movement down in New Orleans. <clears throat> so me and a bunch of guys went down to New Orleans, and I joined the group, and uh, we filmed their, their inaugural convention. Yeah. But there's a lot of partying in it, so party has a double meaning. There's the party, the uh, conservative party USA is the party, but then there's partying, a lot of debauchery
0: and stuff. So. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the watch, man, to be honest. So anyone out there, go uh, go find it. It'll probably really impress Jesse if you do find it online. Um, I, I got to say I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. So yeah, that's- I'm just doing my job since you're on here. So Jesse, I want to talk about a few things, man, that we kind of talk about. Like just in mm-hmm. real fucking life, man. Um, I want to know what your master plan is.
1: My master plan right now is just to stay home. I enjoy being home alone. Although my drug-addled wife uh, is working from home right now she's under my feet.
0: <coughs> yeah, is that um, <coughs> So you're actually quick, so Jesse doesn't go in into the office every day. He's not like a typical guy. No. Uh but now the quarantine has happened and lockdowns happened so his wife is working from home. Which is now cramping the fuck out of your style. That's hilarious. Right. Yeah, it is because my wife is working. From this home poor day. woman that, that does go to work every day and then clocks in and goes to the office is not working from home during a quarantine, and Jesse is pissy about it.
1: Well, you would be too if you're used to being <coughs> alone. I mean, I have my dog
0: and stuff, no, no, so I can hang with. I get it. I'm with you. You can cut me off. It's fine. Um.
1: Well- but the other thing is, she has a serious drug problem, and I'm trying, you know, when she'd leave and go to work, I didn't have to deal with that, but then when she's home all the time, you know, it's, she gets into my stash, which sucks,
0: That's, that's when then the fighting I'm constantly starts.
1: out trying to get more dope, and she does it all, so, I mean, that's another problem,
0: but... Uh, yeah, hey man, another conversation, another episode. Yeah. Your master plan, I want to talk about master plans, but I want to know yours first. <laughs> master. The master plan, um, is something I refer to, people, uh, typically...
1: My master plan is to stay away from the unwashed masses. That's my master plan.
0: And you're staying home and all that. I just, what I'm saying is Jesse has a different kind of master plan. Jesse has this fucking weird, manipulative fucking, underneath fucking, whatever you want to call it, schizo fucking master plan to get ahead and in life or wherever he's fucking trying to get ahead. And I think, based on that master plan, he lies a fucking shit ton. Um What? Yeah, you hear me. So I'm just trying to understand why people lie so much and what their master plan really is.
1: Well, we both know uh, there, is a, there is a guy here in the land of Misfit Toys who has a master plan. And his master plan is to get laid as much as he can. So he associates with attractive young girls so that he can, so the other girls will see him with them and say, oh, look, there must be something special about him. Look at the girl he's with. So then they become interested. That's his master plan. So here's
0: this, here's, uh, when you say it out loud, man, I got to argue. It sounds like an all right master plan. Just get laid as much as you can. Sounds good. That sounds fine. Like I don't understand why you're squashing the guy. Uh, that being said, is it's, well because it's, he's using. He's a right. user. Right. It's okay. I'm with you. I wanted to elaborate. Like it's it's the it's the methods of the it's the method of the madness, if you will, and how right. it happens. Um, you know, whose master plan or what is the master plan when you know, uh, you fake like really crazy shit like. I mean, when when do the lies and the master plans, like, when are they worth it? Like, when are, like, I've heard people lie about um, fathers.
1: Hey, wake me up when you get
0: the question out. Hold okay. on. I've heard people lie about, like, their dad dying. I've heard people lying about being deployed. Like, I've heard yeah. people around this town, this misfit toy town, lie about the craziest fucking shit. Yeah. Um, yes. And I know where you're going, and, okay. And it's all about this, and this is our theory only, all about this master plan, right? That I just don't understand. When when is that it worth is, it? When's it worth the lie?
1: You know what I mean? But sometimes master plans are crazy. They they don't they don't really propel you in a positive direction, or you don't really achieve anything. Right. It's just, they're just nuts, and then they they do <coughs> these things. Without really having any plan that I'm aware of, I mean, I can't understand it.
0: So, so to a guy like me, Jesse, uh, and there's plenty of people out there that may agree and, and may completely disagree. Um, but like, when someone lies about something that fucking massive, right? Yeah. And it, yeah. And I'm watching from the outside. I can see it actually hurting people and distrusting. I see that use, that using. I you might as well like slit a dog's throat in front of me cuz I don't want to talk to you again. Um but it, it feels to me like around here people have a very short fucking memory. And uh yes. It's they do. just like, oh, I remember all that shit. She slit a dog's throat, he slit a dog's throat, but it's cool now. Um uh-huh. it it's just it's it's whatever and so that well, it's drives part of me. The crazy. problem,
1: this small town, you are in contact with these pathological liars and master planners which i think getting back to the master plan i think it's really just that's attention it. seeking right i think they want attention that's their master plan which and is, they can't get it any other way than is, lying grandiose in a grandiose
0: way that's why i give you shit about being your master plan i think at the end of it because i know that you're you're pretty honest and, and and genuine so i'm just when i say that it's it really almost means stop talking your bullshit. You know what I'm saying. So, I do associate it with that attention-seeking like, whorism. Uh And it's weird. And um, I'll I'll throw a little cheap uh, cheap laugh out there, cheap shot out there. Is I'm actually going to go study it all at Princeton next uh, semester. So. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get in. I'm going to go to Princeton. Do you have an acceptance letter to this university I, or no? I'm going to have one. I'm going to have one okay. so that everybody is proud of me and donates money to my cause and and uh, really gets behind me in my dream. Uh, so basically, liars are pieces of shit, but you've kind of done the celebrity thing, if you will. You, you've tried. You've played politics. You've, you've tried to be in movies and, and stand up and all that. How much bullshit did you have to fucking go through? How much lies did you have to tell to to, to you know eventually mm-hmm. make it to this show?
1: Oh, I mean, I'm a great liar. I mean, if you're if you do stand up comedy, you're basically lying to the audience because it's not you. You're acting, and you're you're saying things about your life that are not true. You, <coughs> I mean, so, you can take a grain of truth. The best. <coughs> take a grain of truth and then twist it into something that isn't true. Yeah. They're believable enough because it's coming from that seed of a truth.
0: So do you think the master planners uh, and, and these huge pathological pieces of shit liars, do you think they'd be good at stand-up?
1: I think they could if they had the balls to get up and do it, but a lot of peop- a lot of them are weak. Well, they don't have the balls to get up you, in well, front of a group of people. So they, can t- they can tell a you know, there's one thing I, I, I caught on early here in the Land of Misfit Toys, and what I started doing to entertain <coughs> myself was create a lie. I would say, hey, this person's banging this person, and they'd say, really? And I'm like, yeah. It was amazing how easy it was to spread a rumor throughout the town. And then eventually it would come back to me and say, hey, did you hear so-and-so is banging so-and-so? I'm like, yeah, I'm the one that started that rumor.
0: Oh, that's good, man. Uh... I mean, just
1: to entertain myself.
0: I, I heard a fun one one time, and I, it must have been you, and it was a certain real estate agent and a certain jewelry store yeah. employee, yeah. and that shit was, like, I about pissed my pants when I heard it, and I did I did think it was you, I and mean, that shit was funny. So, for anyone that is listening and it is out of town, we live in a county of, like, 40,000, a town of, like, a tiny, and we live in this neighborhood in downtown on the water, and everybody knows everybody, so... Uh, you gotta forgive us for being candid and talking about that, but Jesse would start these rumors, and sure enough, within a week, you would hear about that shit. Um, it's child's play. It's very easy. But well, it's a
1: way of entertainment.
0: We you, speak, know, you have
1: to take. You have to steer into the curve
0: sometimes. We speak basically. of rumors, and it does suck, uh, and, and lies and being funny. What you're not being funny about or lying about is your wife's drug problem, man. And, and, and seriously, like...
1: No, she has... My wife has so many tracks on her arm.
0: It's, I mean, how, what are we doing to combat that during COVID? Like, are you guys like heavy stacked? I mean, is it, is it hard to come by? Is it easier to come by? Um, what, dope? Yeah. Dope is always easy to get. I mean, we've never had a fucking coronavirus pandemic before. That's, that's I have I'm a junky doctor
1: that actually prescribes me whatever I want because I have so much fucking dirt on him he has to prescribe it to me or else he'd be out of business.
0: Well, we don't have to name names. Let's talk about the dirt.
1: Let's talk about what?
0: The dirt. What kind of dirt you got on him?
1: No, 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 no. I can't get into that on this, um, in this forum.
0: In this forum. That's a no, nice word. I don't want to blow my scene. Jesse's know? so old that he forgot that it was called a podcast. Um. Yeah. <laughs> you got to excuse me for a minute. I am, uh, Still hacking up from all the fucking cigarettes last night. I've been doing some podcasting and I can't smoke in the house. Uh, my wife would kill me for that. And so it's like, oh, it's saving me smoking. And then I go out and smoke like five in a row or some shit. Like a goddamn oh, yeah. Um, And that shit is not very fun early in the morning. What is your, uh, like what have your days been like during this, this COVID? Has it changed at all for you? No. All right, so let me tell you this though. Let me ask you this, you other than the wife, other than you, that just I understand it, man. That would suck. Uh You take a month off every year from drinking. Yes. You you do like uh basically people may have heard about like a sober October or uh you know no drink Novembers and people do it all the time, but you do it. You don't talk about it, or, I mean, I am not to say talk about it, you don't put it out there on social media and shit, but you take a month off every year, it just happens to be this this month, this year. Uh, yeah. Has, you think that's made it easier or harder? Well,
1: it's not, as, it's not, you know, taking 30 days off from drinking, let me emphasize that, it's just taking 30 days off from drinking, and it's just to prove to myself that I have the willpower to do that. Right. But that does not mean... I mean, I don't go crazy. I'll still smoke dope and do other things um, to keep me high because that's how I was raised. I mean, I was basically raised that's in what the 70s. And that's all we did was dope. So I've always had dope in my life. It's just the alcohol thing. I just try to keep under control.
0: I, t- I took January off. I, what I'm I, And I don't want to call you an alcoholic. We know it's the wife with all the problems. It, but... I took uh, 30 days off or 28 days off this year as well. And, and it wasn't about, oh, I need to take 28 days off. I, I Oh, my God. It, it had nothing to do with, like, the alcohol. I didn't care about the drinking. Um, it was, I was getting hit up all the time. Like, hey, man, come on out. Or, hey, what are you doing this Friday? And, hey, this. And I think that's what really sucked about it. Because it was like, yeah, I do want to go out and, you know, I definitely, it's like having a cigarette. I'll, I want a cocktail. Um, if I go out with this guy or this girl or whatever. So uh, that's what got
1: the triggers. And I've been amazed that I've still, I have a bar in my garage called the Splinters Inn. Yeah. And I still have people, I had a happy
0: hour yesterday. People I, I saw that. Night. Yeah, I, I drove by and saw that. And
1: they drink, I drink water. I drink bottled water. smoke dope and i hang out with them and sometimes i'm like yeah i'd like a beer but i'm not drinking you know i gotta stick with that but it's it's as everyone knows it's very hard to hang out with people that are drinking yeah when you're not drinking because they become fools and they start saying stupid things and so it's kind of tough that way
0: it is, man. It's really fucking tough. I mean, I've been there, and I've, I've got on your bad side before because I've been drunk and you haven't. And, uh, I mean, I just think that's part of you being a baby sometimes, but it is what it is. Maybe, but you're um, a horrible drunk, so... Yeah, I mean, I get it. Do um,
1: you really, though? Do you realize what an awful
0: drunk you are? I wouldn't say awful drunk. I would say, um, I'm the, I'm the life of the party, and people just can't fucking hang sometimes. Oh, okay. <laughs> awful drunk that's a awful statement um maybe we should have an intervention for you That that where you had shit on man I would love it um you know that 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 would be awesome to be honest I would have you ever thought about that let's go in that direction instead of where I was going um like I know that, uh, let's say, what am I, a functioning alcoholic? Is that what you'd say? Like, I don't drink at work or in the morning, and, and, and I don't drink every day. But when I drink, I right. get fucking hammered kind of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> so I know that I don't need rehab, right? Like, but could you imagine? Like, it's same with you, right? Like, you're not an alcoholic. You just like your drinks and whatever. Could you imagine if you got an intervention today, like, what the fuck you would say? Like, I would like that opportunity, I think, to just be like, fuck all of you motherfuckers. Well,
1: it would be like when it, it, an intervention right now, like if people started pouring into my house to have an intervention, it would be like when a Jehovah's Witness comes over to my house. <laughs> you know, or you get a pair of Jehovah Witnesses at your door. And when I got, I got rid of them by saying, hey, come on in. Right. And I, I talked to them for three hours to the point where they
0: were dying to get out of my house. So that is that funny. That way,
1: they'll never come back again. And the same with an intervention. If they came over, I would be all in on that. Just all
0: in. Where can we go? Let's pick a fucking awesome, awesome rehab facility and shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> rehab facility would be kind of the challenge. There would be to smuggle
0: dope in somehow. Oh my goodness! And become a goddamn that would be the kingpin, challenge. the kingpin of the of uh, the of the rehab facility. Oh, that shit would be fucking hilarious. Yeah, um, if you could be high and
1: participate in the meetings.
0: So you wouldn't even try to sell it. you just try to be high and watch what the fuck was going on.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't be trying to make money. I would just be wanting to enjoy myself. That and, thing you know, would be fun. I used, to, I, had to, um, I used to have these serious psychological problems, and I'd go to these, you know, I had to take uh, drugs, and I had to go to group you know, group meetings and things like that. And I would sit and listen to these people. I'm like, <laughs> I don't have any problems compared to these people. So that was, that was therapeutic just in that.
0: Yeah. I think that would be fun as fuck to just sit and, uh, I mean, I, we all like to people watch. Um, I just, uh, in general, and it's kind of part of my shtick or whatever is I, I just hate people lately, man. And it drives me psycho that yeah. drives me insane that I have to keep my mouth shut um, because that's what society expects out of someone as intelligent as me. And I'm not saying look how intelligent I am. I'm just saying smarter than these people that I hate. No, you are saying um, look how intelligent I am. But that's you know, there's these saying. people that you hate. you got to keep your fucking mouth shut. And, uh, so I'm enjoying this, this, and I don't want that to get misquoted, but I'm enjoying this COVID thing because I, everyone's got an excuse to be fucking idiots right now. So it's actually, excuse me. It's actually helped my patients. I'm like, well, they're going through it. Oh, everything that's going on, like, I, I, I'm blaming it on that instead of just hating the fuck out of idiots right now. So, do you understand? Well, you have when,
1: an excuse to be home, so
0: <laughs> you know exactly what I'm saying. And so it's it's very yeah. uh, it's very fun to just not give a fuck. Yeah, so, you
1: run out eventually.
0: You run <clears throat> out of excuses when people want to, you know, they'll they'll text you,
1: they'll say, "Hey, let's go hang out," let's go, oh, let's have happy hour, let's go do this that. You start running out of excuses to not to, to stay home. To stay so where you're at. This is a godsend in a way because it's like, well, let's go. No, 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 no. I don't want to catch the virus. Yeah. Although I flew out to Vegas.
0: Well, I was, and I was yeah. like the
1: only person on the plane. And coming home, going there, and coming home.
0: Do you remember like, what dates day? that were? What date you got back? Like March 18th or something? Yeah,
1: it was right at the height of it. Like, and I had a cold. Right, right when it was i So on yeah. the plane, I'm coughing my head off. And there was one other person in first class. And they
0: got the stewardess to bring me a mask. Because I just could not stop coughing. The guy called so the they, stewardess they were... to get you a mask? Yeah. Huh? You you were required to wear one? Well, she she was so good about it, the stewardess that I was like, okay, I'll put it on because she was really, really good about it. If she had been, hey, you know, you gotta put this on, I would yeah. have
1: go screw. You isn't know? That, isn't that
0: crazy? You know? Um that like that's just all that it takes for me, um, in this just in the in the fucking world in general. All it takes is like a good bit of customer service. Just do it right. Uh and I don't want to get into the whole respect and shit like that, you know, that's just gay. But yeah. just do it correctly and I'll 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 cooperate um And yeah, I think that yeah, she was very good about it. Most people were like that, man, but it's just people that are entitled and have master plans and are bullshitters. Uh, I just can't stand it. And like I said, I've got to keep my goddamn mouth shut because that's what you and your family and everybody around expects out of me. and that's bullshit.
1: It's all and, based on population because we live in a small town and everybody knows everybody. You have to deal with these people and their friends or whoever, their orbit. You have to deal with them because that's just the way it is. You're in a city with a larger population. You can, you know, this person's an asshole. This person's
0: gross girl. It don't matter because you probably won't see him again. Right. So like you're your New York City, that so exactly. I mean, makes sense. Uh, it's a very good point because it's, that's what they talk about. Oh, it's New York. Fuck that guy. Oh, fuck that girl. It's over. Um, you you know, you'll never see that one in 10 million again or whatever it is.
1: That's why the people in New York are so, a lot of, a lot of them are rude. The hardcores are rude because they don't get, you know, they're not going to see you again. They can be any way they want to be. And that's kind of liberating.
0: That's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. again, society is not, Oh man, I got to go up there because it's it. Society's not expecting you to keep your fucking mouth shut. You're allowed to say whatever the fuck you want up there. And, uh. Yeah, that is that is liberating. It keeps you from going psycho, uh, in my opinion. Uh,
1: yeah, but around here, no, you gotta you're rubbing elbows with the drugs of society. Jesus
0: Christ, Christ around yeah, thank you. that's it. That's the word. So you and if you
1: did, you're right though. If you actually said what you thought about the misfit toys.
0: Yeah, they'd come. You'd there be, you
1: know, they'd come to your house with torches and pitchforks.
0: You're goddamn right. the
1: monster. He's being honest. You'd be the freak.
0: I've already got shit on this from this podcast. Like they, they can't understand one second that it's just you know it's my attempt at being funny and whether it's funny or not. Uh, when you guys start taking it serious, or when whoever whoever it is is texting and, and messaging me, that's when it gets a little fucking like weird. Uh I don't know, you're right, man, like, I'm just, I cannot be funny around here, it's so, it's, it's insanity, uh, I've, I'm ruining lives, dude, I'm just, ru-
1: yeah, you're ruining lives, it's, look at your, you started that Camden County Rants and Raves,
0: I, I started one of them, but yeah, I'm on, I'm active one on of them. them, yeah, I'm active on
1: there's them, there's multiple, but you know, you go on there. I go on there. It's the same thing as spreading rumors. I'll just start attacking people for no reason.
0: Oh yeah, I get so bored, and I don't. I don't mean it, but I do it. And uh, you, some days, I, I like literally pass my whole like Sunday doing that. Sometimes <laughs> it's just it's just... on the
1: holiest day of the week. You're causing. Chaos and mayhem. I'll
0: take this week off because it is Easter. Um, but
1: Oh, it's Easter Sunday, yeah. yeah. Today is Good Friday.
0: Today is Good Friday. It's uh, 7.35 in the morning, people. It is Good Friday. And, uh, Should I put charcoal on my forehead or what's the story on Good was... Friday? <clears throat> Excuse me. Good Friday is the day that Jesus was crucified. Oh. So this is the, so to speak, 2020th anniversary um and then we didn't well, we Why didn't, is
1: that a good thing? Why do they call the crucifixion of Jesus because Easter good Friday is because, that good?
0: Because Easter is uh more important than Christmas. Oh. You know what I mean? Like it's like this is the whole uh, this is the whole moral of the story weekend. You know what I mean? Uh, well, yeah, he came back from the dead. I just I've heard it before and I've heard it on a podcast I think maybe but I'm just too smart for that shit, man. I'm not saying that I don't believe in God, because I do. Um, uh, and i and I super, super into it. God is real. I'm, I'm totally into that. I really am. I'm just thinking the walking on water, raising from the fucking dead shit. Like, I'm just... Like, that's insulting at this point, right? Well, I don't know. I wasn't there. Well, I, I'm sure someone got fucking nailed to a cross and beat the shit up and, and died. Uh And his body wasn't in a tomb at the end of the day. But I don't know. You're right. That's a good stance on it. You weren't there. I just, I don't know. I just feel like it's insulting. Like, be a good fucking person. Don't fucking have a master plan. And uh, that's a a bad one. And be all right. And that's when you'll get all right. Jesse, New York. You went to school in Illinois, but not Chicago. What? But not Chicago?
1: No, Southern Illinois, which is like Kentucky.
0: Jesus. You've been not all 50.
1: You've been to all 50 states.
0: I've been to all 50 states. How how long did that take you? Like when you started until like now, like or until you nailed the 50th.
1: Um I was 55 years when I turned 55. I'm like, well, I'm out of, you know, I I need to get a couple states like Kansas, South and North Dakota. I needed a few states. So I just flew out and drove through all those states and so, ended up in Portland, Oregon.
0: So let me ask you that, like, is that how you started it? Like, like, were you just a kid going through states, like, in your dad's car, like, traveling to see family, and then you had kind of made count, or did no,
1: you make I'm it a point? Like, when I, I got kicked out of school a lot in high school <coughs> and stuff, anyways, I joined a magazine <coughs> crew, and I went door-to-door selling magazines across the country, so I, I was in a lot of states when I was 18, 19 years old, just driving around, going door-to-door. So that's how I got a lot of my states, really.
0: But, like, when did you, I guess the question is, when did you start making that shit a point? Like, when were you, like, oh, man, I've been to, like, 12 states doing this. I want to go to all 50. Or did it is it just something you really didn't think of until you hit, like, 35? Like, 35 states? Yeah, the exactly. State? A lot of
1: people, I think, uh, at some point go, geez, you know, how many, st- when that thought crosses your head, you're like, oh, and here's my wife. She's down doing laundry. So... This is, you know, this is the interference I was talking about earlier.
0: Well, just make sure she's not doing any lines, and, uh, we, you know, we pray for her. Um, thoughts and prayers to your wife, and. and yeah, uh, they're praying we, for you, though. I hope this habit, you know. I, look, they're I know, uh, guys, I know this is a comedy show. Um, well, it's supposed to be. I know I'm not that funny, but uh, in all seriousness, we are sending thoughts and prayers to Jesse's wife, and, uh, and we really do hope she kicks that fucking habit once and for all. Uh. So but I hope
1: she doesn't screw up my laundry. Well, she
0: screwed up my podcast cuz I forget what we were talking about. States. Um, so, uh yeah, what? States. So, so you're at you're at what point? Where were you at when you're, you know what I mean? Like give me a little detail. When you were just like, "Fuck, how many states have I been to? I want to go to all 50."
1: Yeah, and it kind of co- it was coinciding with um her Fiftieth birthday, she wanted to do Hawaii five zero, so she wanted to go to Hawaii, and that's you know Hawaii, Alaska are the tough ones, kind of to right. get the last, you know. And so I'm like, well, we went out to Hawaii, and then then it's like, well, you know, let's take a cruise in Alaska. So you do the Alaskan cruise, which is great, and then you end up in Alaska. It's like, okay, so all I need to do is just kill off a few states in the middle. In Oregon, I needed Oregon. Too. Did you take uh, like?
0: Let's say, uh, like, but I'll say, it, like, did you take, like, dumb fucking trips to Kansas to knock, like, Kansas off the list? Like, did you do that, some of that shit? Like, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to drop a uh, $1,000 and I'm going to go to fucking Utah. Or, Utah's kind of cool, but, like, I'm going to go to fucking uh, Indiana because I have to because I've got I've to gotta go to this
1: state. Well, no, I killed them all at once. I flew to Kansas and then I rented a car. And then I drove to the states that I needed. Even that's,
0: like Minnesota, I just drove across the line, had lunch in some podunk town in Minnesota, and then got the hell out of there. That's a cool way to do it. I under That that makes a little more sense. That's fine. Yeah. It took like 10 days. Where are the four corners? Do you know where that is? Or the what? five corners? The four corners or whatever? Where is that? No? The
1: four corners?
0: So oh, apparently, there's a... That's, oh, I know what you mean. Where's that's that? Uh, Did you not know, go there? Obviously, you didn't go there. Um, no, but there's a couple
1: of them like
0: that. I think that's pretty cool. Um, four states at once. It's a pretty... Well, you know, you can't be at once, but that's pretty... Yeah. I mean, it's, it's land, it's land, it's land, and um, there's a misfit bartender down here that would tell me that it's all perception and that, uh, you know, you can be anywhere at once and, you know, it, fucked borders and all that shit, but... You know, Four Corners, go check that shit out. I've never been, but everybody should go check something like that out. Uh, I think a lot of people have sex there at that point. I've heard about that. Like, it's a pretty yeah, big... They, they, it's um, like a truck stop, like go a
1: restaurant. and they, they wait until it's dark and nighttime or whatever,
0: then they have sex right on the, you know... So the they're neck. fucking in four states at once. So that's pretty funny. Right, exactly. That's pretty funny. Did you ever?
1: Are you a member of the Mile High Club? Did you ever uh, bang your
0: wife on no. an airplane? No, man, I did. We so I've only been on the airplane with my wife, um, while we've been parents. So we've had a kid with us. Uh, right. Did you bring the kid
1: in the bathroom with you?
0: That's no, awesome. but um, I was gonna just say that. Like I would, I would be open to bringing like a sleeping or napping baby into the bathroom with us. Like, I'm, I'm being for real. Is that is that a sexual offense? It could be. It depends on the age. Well, like why I'm, I'm saying that I'm open to it. Um, like, she's my baby, and I'm not saying I've committed that act. So if it is against the law, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't do it. Well, I would hope you would do it as an infant and not wait
1: until <laughs> oh, no,
0: no, that's what I mean. No, like, baby. Like, yeah, she can't be, like... like no, she can't be, like... Like... This is it. Like I've got a month left before she she's probably old enough to like not be an infant infant. So yes, yeah. I I meant like uh like when the last time I went to Europe I was like damn that's like a she's a baby baby like she doesn't know shit. Uh, right. but but my wife obviously she was not into that idea so it didn't matter.
1: Um, no, I would imagine she probably never wants to have sex with you. But have you done a mile high club?
0: <laughs> she never. Wants. Oh, of course. But it was with a
1: guy because it was easier at the time,
0: so. That, um, that makes complete, complete sense to me that you would would try something like that. You're a fucking huge dude. Um, so I know that you didn't do a mile. Like, there's no way. I I don't think that you would have an easy time taking a piss in an airplane bathroom, let alone fuck somebody. So.
1: Well, no. I mean, I can barely stand up in those things.
0: Yeah, I'm, I have barely any room and I'm. Like, a foot shorter than you are. Um, if you were going to do it nowadays in those bathrooms, the girl would have to
1: be kind of, like, doggy style on the toilet. You'd be standing. yeah. you're going to be banging your head on the slanted roof. Well, yeah. You know? And that's the only way. Or, well, maybe the <coughs> sink. But even then, I don't know.
0: It's, so, this is what I was trying to tell my wife about it. Is It's going to have to be awkward and weird. And I'm not trying to complete anything. I'm just trying to put, yeah. put my P in your V for a second and and say we did it. Uh, because I, I am under the impression that there's no way I can have a good time in there. And, of course, there's a lot of pressure on you um, because people know what the fuck's going on, I think. So I just want to put my P in the V for, like, a second and get out and be done and... I think that constitutes my high club.
1: I don't know what the rules are for that. I don't know. I think and it was the way
0: penetration. Is
1: now they're so hard. I mean, I remember when I could smoke on a plane. You know, you're getting your drinks. It it was a party. You'd have fun. Well, now it's just bullshit. But
0: like first class on like Emirates and like Etihad and stuff, Jesse, they're like a hotel room with a shower and everything. So People are definitely fucking on these things.
1: No, um, the first, I fly. I fly nothing but first class, and those bathrooms are no different than the unwashed masses.
0: But I'm talking about the the ones over in Europe and like the the Middle East. Like there's like, there's showers and stuff in there. Oh, like, those, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like it's like a little hotel room, like a dorm room, and uh, so there people are getting laid on airplanes. Uh, so they've made ways. They've made it. They've made it nice. Uh they've made it convenient. And I don't know. I haven't done it yet. And I haven't I gotta say, I haven't jerked off on a plane either. And I'm sure that's how you made the mile high club. Um yeah. Yeah. I'm I, sure that's what I did. I would you know what? I'm thinking about it, man. Maybe I'll have to So here's the thing. I I said that. Penetration counts as the mile high club, like if you're with a chick, right? Or, you know, whatever your preference is. But if you are jerking off up there, you can't be like, yeah, I jerked off on a plane. Like, you actually have to fucking finish if you're jerking off. Whereas if it's two people, you like, slip slip in and out, that works for me. I think a blowjob
1: is way easier on a plane. Yeah, yeah, that one. I don't works. know if it's, it's the old Bill Clinton thing. Is that is a blowjob sex? Does that count in the Mile High Club? It yeah. would be much easier. You could just be in your seat, get
0: a blanket, and nobody would know. Yeah, because you're, you're right. Like If someone's like, oh, you, have you done the Mile High Club? Someone would be like, no, but I got a blowjob on a plane. And that's bullshit yeah, that because sex? Does that count? yeah, because that could that should count. Well, I guess it only counts if you get if, again. It only counts if there's completion, and that would count. Like there's the asterisk
1: to me. Yeah. Um, well, in that case, a, a hand job would be sex, right?
0: If there's completion,
1: and again, if there's completion. asterisk. So it's just basically. You
0: so know, what yeah, I'm saying, perfect. I'm trying to back up the fact that sex, like actual. Vaginal sex on a plane doesn't have to be completed. It just has to be in and out and be like, bam, yeah, we did it. And I am fully backing that. However, any other act, if you want to constitute it as sex, has to be completed. And I think that would hold up in a court of law. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, man. I talk some fucking sense. It's a. It's It is what it is. It's not sex, right? I mean, that's a tough, that's a fine line, man. Do you know that, like, sodomy is still illegal in the state, I think? Or at least this town? Not in
1: sodomy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, you know, they have crimes against nature here in Georgia. And I, when I first moved here, they the newspaper puts out, every year they put out a, a pictures of all the sex offenders. And they'd have crimes against nature underneath the picture. I thought that was sex with an animal. Yeah, I thought these were far, like you know, wood buying people, and it's not. It's actually homosexual sex is crimes against nature.
0: <laughs> hey, if you want to get into it, we can get into it, man. But that's uh, that's insane.
1: No, I'm not interested in you that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just. That's but, what it is in Georgia. That's insane. Crimes against nature.
0: So they actually have. Uh when do you think the last person was prosecuted for that
1: for gay sex um yeah I think it's usually public I think that that's like the bat you know a, a park bathroom a car where the cop happens along and sees this and it's like oh this is vile so they yeah I think they actually do charge them I don't think it's You know, somebody in their house. The police aren't bursting into the house and going, oh, you know, you're... Right. It's not like that.
0: It's public. It's probably... Gay public sex is crimes against nature in Georgia. That's... That kind of makes sense. I mean, not... You know what I mean. That's where the tickets come. I I understand where you're at. Definitely. Georgia is a weird, weird, backwards-ass state, man. Did you see that our governor just found out that you can be asymptomatic to coronavirus? or whatever, um, like six weeks after we've been talking about the shit.
1: I'm starting not to hear you. You're on one of those stupid magic boxes. I'm not on
0: it. You're on a magic. So yeah, we can talk about that and then we'll get out of here actually, because I got to get some work done today. Um,
1: you have to work
0: from home, (laughs) uh, just a little bit. It's not too bad. It's Friday. Uh, you don't have a fucking cell phone. No. How do you do it? That's the question on people's minds, not mine. I've, I know you a little bit, but how do you do it? It's simple. I mean,
1: how did I do it in 1985, 1990? It's the same. But everybody... I don't need one. Everybody is using one. the I'm same home. means. I have a landline. I have a desktop.
0: I don't need
1: an iPhone.
0: Um, it's funny. I think I just kind of watching you on your phone... Or not having a phone and watching, like, some of the shit we do. Like, I've seen people angry with you for, like, not responding or not getting back to them. Or, Uh like, they have these expectations of everybody, like, having a phone. And and, and that's okay because everybody basically does have a phone. Uh, Uh But they get, like, I've seen people upset with you. I I don't know if I have been. And I may have been for, like, a split second and then realized, oh, shit, he's not at his fucking computer. Uh, Right. I mean, I don't
1: see that why shit's... we need to be in constant communication with each
0: other so quickly. That shit's really funny. Um, but I was gonna ask, and I'm—I've got to out you here. You did buy a burner phone to go to Vegas while you're on vacation. Did wifey make you buy that? Like, why? What? What? What was behind that?
1: Well, normally I would take hers, and it was only so that I could communicate with my friends in law that live in Las Vegas, yeah, coordinate but um because they've done away with pay phones i mean you can't get a payphone anymore so i had to have one and she was working from home and needed hers so i had to go bite the bullet and buy one but believe me it's in the drawer i'm what? not
0: using it oh i know that i i definitely know that you're not using it and i'll vouch for that point i just wanted to understand why you bought one but that's another good excuse uh when was the last time you used a payphone i can't even remember I know, like I'm trying to think about when I did it, um, and if if I'm being, uh, da, 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 da. if I if I, this is what I seriously think, you know, I can't guarantee it, but I seriously think the last time I used a payphone was to use like one eight hundred collect to state my name to my mother so she could come and pick me up from like the movie theater or something. So it would be like <laughs> you're getting a call from. Mom, the movie's done. Come pick me up. Um, and so, like, that was probably the last time I used a payphone. And it was. Like, they were outside of movie theaters and things like that. But you still have them I think in the, the UK. the last time I used a payphone was at a pol- when I was, like, ha- I had to call a bail bondsman <laughs>
1: to come and get me out of jail. I think I had to use a payphone at the, at the jail.
0: <clears throat> Do you remember? It's so crazy. Like, my kid will never see it, dude. And it, it's, like, airports and shit. Like, just lines of these things. Just
1: solid, like,
0: 20 yards long of payphone. Yeah. Just... Oh, can
1: you imagine if there was payphones now with the coronavirus?
0: Oh, my I mean, people goodness. would just... It
1: would just spread like wildfire. Everybody's using these dirty phones.
0: And... So, yeah, our phones are all super dirty, but at least they're my phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, my dick's dirty, but it's my dick. Like... Right. Nobody's going like, to borrow it. I don't... Yeah, exactly. So... But yeah, could you imagine payphones? Like if that was the means to fucking actually communicate, like we are. Holy shit! Um, it'd be some
1: dirty. We
0: the world would be gone at this point. Uh, yeah. It, so yeah, I don't know. I don't see the need of. I don't see the need for it, and people do get upset.
1: It's like, oh, you didn't respond until today it's like well so what i mean did somebody die no then what's the big deal what's the race why are we racing to communicate with each other jesus it's
0: it's absolutely
1: good anyway so what is the point
0: well so i back you up on that statement we'll talk about the misfits again if you want uh what are all these people doing with these little secret meetings and these gatherings and these Oh, my God, I've got to go pay $3 a beer at these fucking places, like, right now. Like, stay the... F- I, 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 I don't, I'm not understanding why people aren't staying the fuck home.
1: I don't either. I don't understand the burning desire to go out.
0: I know that and you're...
1: Drink. Every day, it's like, where are we going to have happy hour today? It's like, well, it's your house.
0: Why, why yeah, don't you just stay home? On your back porch like the rest of us right
1: now. Like, right. It's... I mean, why? what's this burning desire to meet and... and, and
0: just listen to blather I, see, it I don't know and it's the same kind of blather idea. and if he, if he just stopped and didn't see each other and, and held all that blather up they could have a lot more to talk about the next time they see each other in like a month um yeah
1: <laughs> they, yeah because they can't take what's a new week. with you i mean it's like it's been like 18 hours it's like oh what's new with you nothing Jack. nothing is new
0: <laughs> and it never is So here's the same song again, and here's the same fucking bullshit again, and here's the same complaint about my fucking job again, Um, I'm not hating on these people, I just don't understand the burning desire, like you said, to go out, let's all get in our boat, all 18 of us, like, why are you doing that either, like, just stop, Um, and I know that I'm putting out a podcast, so it's easier for me to just sit and judge people, because I get to talk over this mic, but... I don't understand the burning desire to go out and just talk to the same fucking people every goddamn day when you're under an and executive pretty, order to why not do it. Sheer
1: boredom is why I start rumors about people. Right. Out of sheer boredom because it's so easy, but then when it comes back, it's like that
0: game post office or no, not post office, uh, something like that telephone. That game that you play as a kid. Telephone. Yeah, a telephone. Yeah, it's the same it's like shit. like that. And by the time it gets
1: back to you, the person, you know, so-and-so's banging so-and-so, by the time it gets back to you, she's pregnant and they're getting married. You know, <laughs> it goes beyond what you started.
0: I should start a rumor today. We Maybe do it on Rants and Raves or something and just see how far it goes. Uh, I'll have to think on it and, and see. Maybe at lunch break, we'll just start trolling today and, and see if it can go any further than a... Uh, See if we can get someone pregnant or miscarried or something like that by the end of it. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, fun. crazy rumors. A rumor that the governor uh, said that he's opening up everything tomorrow. Oh, uh, that's it, dude. That is the one. And then
1: everybody will start going out, you know?
0: All right. So I'll tell people to listen to this podcast for details. Um, <laughs> but we, I'm going to go online, like actually like right now and start the rumor that the governor's opening everything up by Monday. Like Easter That's Monday, cool. Uh That's we'll, cool. <laughs> yes, we'll troll the fuck out of him. That'll be the rest of my day, folks. Jesse, well, thank you so. You started a rumor
1: about me. You said I had the coronavirus on some station.
0: Oh yeah, I did. I went on to kb one hundred and six, and I said your first and last name. And I said, I'm. And then pray- I had coronavirus. I'm praying for you, and you're in my thoughts because you're dealing with coronavirus. And uh, and that's
1: great because people steered clear of me for a couple days.
0: So they <laughs> the DJ was, was like, "Are you serious?" I was like, "Absolutely, um, absolutely." Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That's a good. One. <clears throat> that's some funny stuff. So that's not a bad one. Uh, actually, that, that might be the direction I go first is just to tell people that you got it, and I hope you're in- well. See, ha- in New York City, that might be funny. Uh, in Camden County, like people think I'm not being sensitive to the people that have coronavirus. Right. I so I like know them. that I'm not yeah. being sensitive. Like you know, I get that. See, you can't even do it, man. I'll be castrated.
1: And so I, uh, it's important that people know that the um, the autobiography of Curtis Hopkins is coming out, and they should uh, buy it as soon as they see it.
0: I um, you see it, buy it. I'll be honest, man. This was a little dry run with you. Uh, I've been looking forward to doing this. I think we do this next time when this corona thing's lifted. And we can have a real fun time if you'd like to be back on the show. Uh, we should do it live from my bar. Yeah, that's what I'd like to do. I think that would be way more funny. Like, not a fucking stupid phone call. And uh, it'd be fun, fun, fun. But anyway, I'm going to put this up on Mickmotherwell.com. Check out my other shit that's on there, guys. Um, especially more entertaining than Jesse. I have porn with Megan, I have group chats, I have uh, bagpipes to banjos, Joe King, Josh McCown, and KC Mitchell, a bunch of other motherfuckers, you know them. Uh, I'm going to go fuck my cat, so see you guys later.